Shares of Monday.com are surging after the company's first report since going public in the summer. We've got the co-founder and co-CEO joining us this morning, Roy Mann. Roy, great to have you here. Great timing and congrats on a big quarter. Thank you. I want to first start, Roy, by having you explain to our audience what Monday.com does differently from the other software and workplace productivity companies that we've had many of them, it seems, on our show. What's the distinction here between your business and your competition? Yeah, so I think the market that we operate on is massive. It's We, we see a lot of demand from everywhere. Uh, even in the non-tech segment, which we, we see a lot of digitization happening. Um, and I think every every one of the competitors uh, are, you know, uh, doing great. And I think the, the segment is, uh, is amazing. And people can just try it out and decide for themselves. <laughs> right now, uh, when you see top line growth growing the way it, it did, uh, doubling, from a year ago uh, uh, in this report. What's behind that? Is that existing clients that are paying up more that needed more services? Is it finding new clients that are signing on for the first time? Um, so we see a lot of new customers joining all the time. Um, and I, I think one thing that is very important for us is that everything is very simple to start with while uh, you can always grow in complexity of your operation. So even if it's a manufacturing plant or you have a sales team or an R&D team, you can start really simply, uh, see the value and then scale into any complexity of the operation that you have. Uh, and I think that's important to kind of cater to such a wide variety of, of customers that are looking for a solution. I was looking at the uh, pricing on Monday.com, and you can see the different uh, solutions that you have in terms of ranging from, it seems, uh, uh, applications for uh, maybe small, small companies, individuals to some degree, all the way up to enterprise. How do you offer uh, that product that has such uh, uh, variety in terms of the type of end user? I mean, I would imagine that a business has distinct demands from me and a couple people working on a project. Uh, how does that uh, differ in terms of the way you see revenues growing and what types of clients are gonna be most important to your business? Is it individuals? Is it big, big companies? Yeah, so that's a, a really great question because I think work is changing and how we adopt software is changing and enterprises are less and less doing a top-down decision to adopt software. It grows from the ground up. So for us, having a small team in a small company or a small team in a large enterprise is the same thing. They want the same stuff and they, they care about it being uh, something that really helps them rather than only the uh, top managers. So. The adoption is really grassroots. And I think that's a, a fundamental change in how people adopt software. They expect more out of it. So for us, it it's, was super critical from day one that everyone is happy. And, and I think it's, it, it, you have to both cater to small ones and the large ones, because the larger enterprise expect that as well.
I would imagine that the uh, margin uh, that uh, Monday's making on these products will differ, uh, and I would think you'd get more bang for the buck when you've got bigger institutional clients. Is uh, that a fair characterization, Roy? And how does that shape the way the profitability will come about in the coming years, depending on what type of clients are sticking around for how long? Because I would guess you're getting bigger margin for those large scale clients. Um, yeah, actually, when when you get more value out of us, <laughs> and then I, I think you're more inclined to pay more. And I think that's also something that drives us as a product company to be aligned with. Like as much value as you get, this is what you pay. And we put a lot of emphasis on larger and larger teams that are able to work exactly like they want to, manage anything they want to, but also then make sense for the whole organization, connect departments, break silos and information silos, and really unify the workspace. So obviously, as you add more things and you wanna increase and have a lot of other uh, features that caters to enterprises, uh, it costs more. How long are those uh, contracts uh, typically for the larger uh, clients? Is this uh, year-long types of commitments? Are they month-to-month? -month? I know that some of them on the individual side look like you can, you can get a month-to-month -month contract. Yeah, so we're actually open to whatever the customers want, but obviously when you make a commitment to have it for more customers, uh, a lot of companies opt uh, to pay a yearly subscription saves them money and they made the commitment anyway. So okay. uh, it's, it's more yearly. Uh, how much Roya demand uh, do you think uh, got pushed forward due to the unique COVID dynamics? Is that going to be a difficult bar to sustain going forward if we do return back to normal workplaces? Uh, is there concern that there will be cancellations of any productivity workplaces if I can sit across from someone again? Um, so actually, COVID was uh, never a big boost for us. We, it was always like a, a big thing to digitize, you know, like to uh, manage uh, your work. It was big before uh, COVID. And I think if anything, what COVID showed us is that a lot of people got uh, the understanding that they want to digitize, they want to move to a more uh, 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 managed workspace regardless if they sit next to each other or not uh, so this is like a major trend that is happening worldwide of digitization and you know I hope COVID will will pass and I think uh, digitization will stay Hey, Roy, one more question about the uh, fundamentals in the bottom line here. I think one of the big surprises from this report was not just that uh, you had a smaller loss than a year ago, but that it was a much smaller than what analysts expected. And then you combine that with the guidance that was above the expectations. Does that fast forward the timeline that investors should consider for profitability for Monday.com? Uh, yeah, that's a great question to highlight. So. Um, we had a lot of uh, savings, uh, but we don't like it call it savings because we would like to have that expenses like not moving to a new office, traveling, a lot of other stuff. And we definitely don't want to uh, uh, show that as 
uh, guidance towards the future because we have a massive opportunity in front of us and we're going to keep investing as much as we possibly can uh, to take that. So this is definitely not something to expect uh, mm. uh, that will, as a trend. Okay. Uh, Roy, thanks for the details. Uh, and again, uh, quite a debut here for the first earnings. Uh, thanks a lot for walking us through it. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Roy Mann is a co-founder and co-CEO at Monday.com, M-N-D-Y.